Welcome into the In the Money podcast for KeelanSelect.com for opening day of the Spring Meet Friday, April the 8th. Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development, and we're going to do a podcast for each day of the Spring Meet that takes a look at the late pick four. And Jim, that features three stakes races on opening day. Uh, the first one is in race seven, the Lafayette. Three-year-olds going seven furlongs, so we'll jump right into that one. Who do you like? Yeah, not a bad stakes race listed for $400,000. You've got grade three, so other places running for less than 200000 So this came up to be a, a really nice race, I think. Um, I started to single the A-horse here, my prankster. Now, that's the most obvious winner for Todd Pletcher, coming off the win in the grade three swale at Gulfstream. And that's at the uh, tough distance of seven furlongs, which is what the Lafayette is. But I took a look at it. Uh, I still think you could you, you can make a strong case for singly my prankster. Uh, the other horses that I used in here, I got to use money supply coming from Chad Brown's bar. I do not like jumping a horse from maiden special weight into a stakes race, um, but Chad Brown knows what he's doing. This horse won so easily at Tampa with a 91 buyer, and the two horses that ran behind him came back and won next time. So it came out to be a key race. He was not a surprise. He went off at two to one. So, Chad Brown knows what he's doing. I'm going to use money supply as well. And then I'm also going to go in Tejano Twist on the outside. I don't like 12 hole in a seven furlong race. But uh, Brett Calhoun has this horse uh, back on his best uh, form. He almost won his allowance race coming off a uh, four month layoff at Fairgrounds with a 91 buyer, same as money supply. Obviously, has the uh, experience edge on money supply. And this horse has been the exact eight out of ten times lifetime. So, uh, Tejano Twist, I'm going to use him as well. I think the uh, my prankster is going to be a heavy favorite, but uh, I got to give Money Supply a shot here. Yeah, I went back and watched the uh, Money Supply race and uh, had the same trepidation that you did, but I actually took took him on top after I watched it. He just the way that he won, he looked like a good one, and uh, it, you know with three-year-olds they could improve quickly and you know do something like this he's given away some significant experience to uh, the other two that you mentioned that I think are the main contenders Tejano Twist and Mr. Prankster so I took money supply on top but I'll use all three of those the other one I'm going to throw in is Osborne uh, just he's dropping out of a grade three and uh, turning back from a longer distance and I like those angles and it's Ron Moquette and uh, I think that horse Got a shot, but I really think it's one of the top three, and I can't narrow it down any more than that, so I'll just use them all when we get to the pick four. The grade three Kentucky Utilities Transylvania is next up. This is three-year-olds going on a mile on the 16th on the turf, and I think Chad Brown's going to win this one. I think it's could be a toss-up between the two that he has. Now, the two-horse... And here is 15 to 1 on the morning line. Has a moderate speed figure. And so I don't think he'll take, you know, he'll be less than 15 to 1, but you'll get a decent price on this horse. If you have a chance, go back and look at the race that he won. And it's really impressive turn of foot that this horse shows. And uh, I'm going to just ignore the speed figure and just focus on, on what it looked like. And he looked like a very. Uh, talented horse and uh, had that kind of acceleration you like to see in the stretch in a turf race. Uh, the other Chad Brown is Verbal, who is more accomplished um, from the Judmont stable, has already won a grade three in his second outing. 
So that one's going to take more of the money, but I think either one could win. So I'm just going to use those two when we come to the pick four. Uh, but Coinage certainly won the Palm Beach, and those Gulfstream allowance and, and stakes races uh, are usually very competitive. So uh, horses coming out of those races uh, are ones you definitely want to look at in the spring meet at Keeneland. So if you want to go deeper, Coinage, and then you could also take Grand Sonata from Pletcher off uh, a win in the graded Kitten's Joy stakes. But I think one of the two Chad Browns is going to win this. How about you? I was hesitant about the Chad Brown, the two-horse, um, for the same reason I didn't mention this when we talked about the seventh race, but I'm wondering the Chad Brown horses that were at Tampa. I'm, I'm not sure that's his best horses, and therefore this uh, the, I, I agree that that was impressive, Napoleonic War, but the speed figure and the fact that it comes from the Tampa chain of Chad Brown, I'm not sure that, that he's that good, but you got to use him. So when I, when I handicapped this race for the pick four, you got to use the two Chad Browns. You got to use coinage because he, he won the Palm Beach main event, finished second, came back and won right back. Grand Sonata uh, beat coinage in the Kitten's Joy prior to the Palm Beach. How can you not use Psy Dog for Grand Motion? Uh, the horse has won two races, uh, everything he's asked for at Belmont and Aqueduct, coming off the layoff, but has a red Ortiz. That's five out of six. And credibility for Mark Cassidy, ran in the Palm Beach, only got beat by two and three quarters coinage. So guess what I'm going to do in the pick four? I mean, the all ball. button. <laughs> yeah, well, it's only six, so I can afford it. Um, it's a very, very competitive race. It came up light in numbers, but I think any of these horses could win it. Um, and I'd actually lean toward uh, maybe the Grand Motion horse. He's really good at coming off the layoff and uh, really good with, with young horses. This horse got a good foundation in his two-year-old year so and gets our rat. So I'm going to go with Side Dog and a little bit of an upset over the Chad Brown horses. Ninth race is the grade one Central Bank Ashland for three-year-old fillies. They'll go a mile and a 16th as this one moves back to the opening day card. Uh, nice uh, group, uh, not a big field, but a really well-matched group. Where did you land? I landed on on a long shot. I don't think this uh, morning line is going to hold up, just like the morning line on the on the horse that you mentioned in the first race at 15-1. to Cocktail moments for Kenny McPeak. Um, I can't imagine she's going to go off at, at 12 to 1. Uh, she ran the Devona Dale. Kathleen O won that race, came right back and uh, won the Gulfstream Oaks, and is probably going to be the favorite in the um, Kentucky Oaks. And this horse ran three and three quarters, three and a quarter lengths behind her, finished third. That's certainly no embarrassment. And what would Kathleen O be in this field? Two to five, probably. So I'm going to pick cocktail moments. And a little bit of an upset. Kenny McPeak's Phillies always run well at Keeneland. So he points for this beat. I got to believe that Devona Dale was a tune up for this one. So uh, I think he's got a big shot in here with cocktail moments. You got to use Ness for Todd Fletcher coming off that Suncoast uh, stakes race at Tampa. Um, you've got to use Happy Soul for Wesley Ward because it's Wesley Ward at Keeneland. This horse is on a three, three race win streak, including the Dixie Bell at Oakline last time out. And I think you got to throw in Doug O'Neill's, Doug O'Neill's horse, Awake at Midnight. Did not run that well in Rachel Alexandra, but again, only got beat by three and a quarter to turn her loose. So it's a very strong contender for the Kentucky Oaks and has stakes race uh, company the last three races. So I'm going to go four deep in here. Um, I think um, uh, 
actually, I'm, I'm actually going to go five deep in here. I'm going to use uh, Interstate Dream, Interstate Daydream with Brad Cox. I'm breaking my rule to do five out of eight, but I think there's Heavenly Hellas is not going to win this race, the outside horse, and I think Sterling Silver's up against it. So I think I'm going to go five deep in here, uh, including Interstate Daydream with, for Brad Cox. I think it's a wide-open race among those five. I ended up on a wake at midnight. went back and watched the Rachel Alexandra down at the fairgrounds, which is uh, more often than not uh, loaded with uh, really talented fillies. And this, this one shipped in for Doug O'Neill from California. And there were a couple of pieces of trouble. There was a, a horse that bolted uh, going down the back stretch, and that, I think, bothered Awake at Midnight. And then when they came into the stretch, it looked like the jock had uh, a lot of horse, and he couldn't find a path for this filly to run. So she was kind of boxed in when the, the running was starting there in the stretch, and she had no place to go. So I think she can run uh, much better than what that last race shows. So I'm going to, on that angle, try to catch a little bit of a price there with Awake at Midnight. And then uh, got to use Nest, um, Interstate Daydream. That was just a very impressive uh, three-year-old debut last time at Oakland. This is a bigger ask, but uh, she certainly answered the question last time. And then uh, Cocktail Moments and Happy Soul. Uh, Happy Soul's never been this far, but uh, Wesley Ward could certainly get them to stretch out. And horse has good speed. So I'm going to use all five of those when we get to the pick four, um, which ends with a non-allowance, uh, non-winners of two lifetime for Phillies and Mayors forward up going five and a half on the turf. I thought the uh, inside horses were where I wanted to be. Uh, Illegal Smile has won here uh, with a 92 buyer fig. Uh, you've got uh, Angel Palm. It's uh, Cox and Judmont, horse making uh, her U.S. debut. And then uh, Blissful Change, I'm going to add for Joe Sharp. That one made a big improvement in the first start after a, a year layoff. And um, so I'm going to go three deep in the last leg for the pick four. How do you see the 10th? I almost stand with Illegal Smile. I love the fact that um, that she comes back here off a win at Keeneland. She's been off since October, but that's no problem for Wesley. And she was very impressive in the allowance race last year in, in October at Keeneland. And, and out of that race, Bullseye Beauty and Navratilova, one of our favorite horses from last fall, if you recall, came back and won. Navratilova won very impressively at Churchill last, last time out after this race. So Illegal Smile fits like a glove here, I think. I'm also going to use, uh, you talked about the inside horses, I'm going to use an outside horse. I'm going to use Bay Storm in here just because Jonathan Thomas seems to always get a couple horses ready for this meet. And this horse ran really well at Belmont last year um, at seven furlongs and at six furlongs and seems to have enough positional speed to get out of that nine hole and get over in positional speed, in position to uh, make a run at illegal smile down the stretch. So I'm going to go inside Illegal Smile and outside Bay Storm to complete the pick four. So let's talk about the pick four tickets. Starts in race seven. What's your ticket look like? Okay, I, have, I went 2-8-12 uh, in the first leg, covering all all six horses in the Transylvania. And then going five deep in the Ashland, I went 2-3-4-6-7 in the Ashland, and then 2 9 in the tenth race to finish the pick four, two eight twelve with all with two three four six seven with two nine and that's a ninety dollar ticket. I've got a sixty dollar ticket, uh, one two eight twelve to start, then two six just the two Chad Brown runners, 
two, three, four, six, seven, same five you have in the Ashland, and then one, two, three in the last leg, $60 ticket. Don't forget that uh, the new wager that started last fall was very popular. It was Jim's idea, the uh, turf pick three uh, for a $3 wager. It starts in race five. It's always the last three turf races on the card. So starts on uh, race five on the uh, opening day card at Keeneland. So you've got uh, that, got a, a really uh, nice card with three stakes races. And then, uh, boy, when you roll on to the uh, Saturday card, it is full fields all over the place with a bunch of stakes races and multiple pick fours and pick fives. And uh, it's going to be a really fun weekend at Keeneland. So time to get off to a good start, Jim. Good luck. Thanks. Same to you, Tom. That'll do it for this edition of the In the Money podcast. We'll be back for another one on Saturday's card. Next up from KeelanSelect.com.